Welcome back, everybody. Y'all know what it is. It is the season finale tonight on Never Dies, y'all. Oh my gosh, it is episode 10, and I am your host, Karate Kip, and I got Cobra Cole here as always, and we are ready to talk about the season finale of season one of Cobra Kai. How are you doing tonight, my friend Cole? Doing good, man. Welcome back. Just have one question for you, Kip. <laughs> talk to me. Do you want it all? Oh, I do. You know that I do. <laughs> you want it all? We do. You want it now? <laughs> I do. Oh, man, this is going to be a good one. It is. What a fantastic episode. But, guys, welcome, listeners. Welcome, everybody. Let's get this Cobra business out of the way real quick so we can get going on this fantastic episode, y'all. We just wanted to remind you guys that the email is neverdiespodcast at gmail.com. You guys want to get in touch with us? In the news right now, you guys, there is a writer's strike going on in Netflix, and it does affect season six of Cobra Kai. It's on hold right now. I do support the writers, but we'll see how that plays out. I hope we still get season six. I think that we will. So I just wanted to say that's going on in the news. Did you hear about that, Cole? I did hear about the writer's strike, yes. So, hey, Cole, in the last episode, you were asking why it took Johnny so long to find Daniel's house, remember? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it took him all night to get there. Uh-huh. I started thinking about it, and if you're Johnny and somebody just gives you an address... Like that's that, he doesn't have a smartphone. You know? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he he didn't ha- he didn't have a map. You know, right at the time <laughs> he didn't have GPS. I did not even think about that. So he's just trying to find Daniel's house. Okay, it, okay, it that probably makes more took sense. him all night. Mm-hmm. That makes a little more sense. Yeah, because Johnny's still living in the '80s and he does not have a smartphone, folks. And y'all know how it was back then. He did find it eventually, though. So I, I was just thinking about that. Okay, here's some more questions for you, Cole, before we get going here. Just a little discussion. At the end of the last episode, you remember how it all went down. Everything blew up, you know, between Daniel and Robbie and Johnny yeah, and all that uh, stuff. Yeah, it all came apart. I just wanted to get your opinion, okay, on how you felt about Daniel's response to Robbie when he found out that he was Johnny's son, okay? Remember, he yelled at him. He threw him out of his house. He fired him, and he like kicked him out of his life completely. Okay. Yeah, I think he basically told him like, "I never want to see your face again." Yeah, so I just wanted to say, like, how do you feel about that? It, it seemed pretty harsh, you know. You know, it's gonna really hurt Robbie because you know he was starting to get close with Daniel. They were starting to build a good relationship with each other, and uh, you know, Robbie's never had an actual like father figure in his life. And he's, I think he was kind of starting to feel that with Daniel and did all of a sudden, you know, he, 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 Robbie knows he messed up, but you know, just to have to lose your job, your, your, uh, you know, your karate teacher and, uh, you know, I guess your father figure all at the same time, man, it's crushing for a teenage kid. Gotta be, you know? So I think Daniel might've been a little harsh on him. 
I have to agree with you there, Cole. And I was just going to say that once again, Robbie is being let down by the supportive slash parental figures in his life. And now he has no one except for his mom, kind of. Yeah, but, you know, she doesn't, she's never, she's not there for him. Mm -hmm. She didn't care about him really. He doesn't even have Trey and Cruz anymore. You know, they're not friends anymore. He's hazed at he was being hazed at work. He doesn't have friends with the news or whatever. Yeah, he doesn't have any actual friends yet. So, with the show, we don't get to see a lot of Robbie when he's like feeling down, right? Or he's like in the apartment, like alone. Go skateboarding, I guess, man. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 and he's like not even in school right now. I don't think he dropped out, didn't he? I think he dropped out, yeah. and so we don't get to see what happened after that night at Daniel's, right? He just shows up later in the tournament, like unaffiliated. And you can assume that he paid for all that stuff himself and he signed himself up. Yeah. So like, why do you think he did that? I think, um, he felt like he needed to, you know, he, he, he learned all these, he, he went this far. He wanted to go ahead and keep going. You know, he, he wanted to fight. He wanted to apply what he learned to, a. To a turn, you know, to a competition. That's exactly right, in my opinion, too. He's he believes in himself. Yeah, he knows he knows he's been let down. He has the skills. He thinks he can win the tournament, and he's going to go for it alone. So I just wanted to point those things out, and it also mirrors Daniel kind of in you know the original Karate Kid movie where. It was just him, you know. I mean, he had Mr. Miyagi, but you know, they they weren't like an official dojo or anything. They didn't have like a team, you know, like everybody else did. So in a way, in a way, it was kind of like that. Very much so. But Robbie doesn't. He isn't. He has zero people behind him. So it's just interesting. But we're gonna have to see how that all shakes out. But first is the recap, you guys. A real quick recap. If you're ready recap, for that, Cole. Recap, 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 recap. <laughs> yeah. So at the at the end of the last episode, different but same, y'all. Robbie mastered the handstand kick. Okay, that's important. While he was at the skate park. Okay, yeah. that's one big thing that happened. Johnny showed up because of his car. He ruined Daniel's breakfast, which was so funny. Uh, Amanda got them to hash things out over breakfast and convinced Daniel to replace Johnny's car. All right, and they got that charger. And they ended up spending the whole day together, right? With all those cool moments, Cole. And Aisha saw that Yaz was having her VIP birthday party at the lake. Right. In the canyon. But the Cobra Kai's decided to strike first on that one. Crash the party. That's right. Johnny and Daniel, they drove that, they test drove that car, y'all. And they stopped by Daniel's old apartment. And they kind of became friends while at the bar, right? They were bonding over not having dads. Different but and the same. I, yeah, different but same. And they were kind of making fun of Allie's new husband and all that. And uh, Sam got grounded from her phone and it, and it was taken away by Amanda, right? Because she found out about the hit and run finally. Right. But Robbie busted her out of jail with that cool Kaiser Soze move. Yeah, faked the, the leg injury. And she decided to take him to the party because she wanted to go see Miguel. Miguel hadn't been able to get a hold of Sam all day, and he was getting drunk at the party. And when Sam showed up at the party, Robbie was 
with she was she was with Robbie and there was that scuffle when Miguel accidentally hit Sam, right? He was trying to hit yeah, Robbie. Yeah, well, I mean, mm-hmm. so I saw him walking up, holding hands. You know, he hadn't heard from her all day, and he's half drunk. You know, it's a recipe for disaster. That's right. And then Sam left with Robbie. Like, they left together, so it's interesting. And there's a big rivalry between Miguel and Robbie now. And a good thing, though, was that Moon and Hawk got together. Do you remember? So go Eli. Yeah, go Eli there. That was cool. Then Daniel and Johnny were coming back home and they were drunk from the bar. They wanted to have one more fight on the mat. Oh, yeah. And they went in and we were talking about it, right? It blew up with Robbie there. And Johnny pushed Daniel, broke the trophy. He left. Their rivalry is back on. And then Daniel yelled at Robbie and fired him. It all never come home. Yes, yes, yes. Super harsh, but it set things up for this episode and the All Valley Tournament. Johnny and Daniel were so so close to being actual friends (laughs) for a second there. I know a series of unfortunate events, like you say, Cole. Always mainly what goes on in this show, man. It's a bunch of mishaps, misunderstandings, and maintaining the balance. Totally. But that was the last episode, and tonight is this episode, which is episode 10, which is the season finale of season one. And I got to say, Cole, it's been an amazing journey doing this with you and listeners. Super, super fun, and it's amazing that we're here. So what an excellent episode this is. I'm super excited to talk to you about it, Cole. Oh, yeah, man. I got a Monster Energy drink here. Just to let everybody know, it's about to get crazy up in here. Not a sponsor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cole, are you ready to talk about this episode? Yeah, this is. Uh, you know, we've finally made it there, man. It's time for the uh, time. Time for these kids to prove what they're made of. That's right, man. I got my shirt on. I'm excited. This one, y'all, is titled No. Mercy. There are three tenants of Cobra Kai, and we learned about Strike First. Yes. And we learned about Strike Hard. Yes. But tonight, y'all, we're going to learn about No Mercy. And first off, Cole, why do you think they titled this episode No Mercy? Well, we'll get into that. We will get into that. But it's because Johnny, he hadn't exactly taught them the, the you know, no, no Mercy part yet. He gives them a uh, speech here where he explains that. That is right, Cole. It's a great speech. But what does no mercy mean to you in life and then also in martial arts? Well, easiest in, in martial arts, it would be easier to answer first. It means to, you know, just show your opponent no mercy, fight to the bitter end, you know. Uh, it, if they're if they have a weakness, exploit that weakness. You know, win at all costs. Which, you know, it's not always sportsmanlike to do things like that. But I think if uh, you're, if you're fighting and it's not in a competition, then you definitely need to show no mercy. If you're fighting for your life, then you need to. Now in life, it kind of it's kind of similar to the to to, to striking hard. 
you know, that's I guess this is probably the one rule with uh, that Cobra Kai has. That I, I sort of disagree with. I think you do need to show mercy here and there. You can't always just be showing no mercy. It makes you cold. Yeah, I have to agree with you there, Cole. I think for me, like yeah, like you said, in martial arts, like don't take pity on your opponent. Don't you know? Don't underestimate them. Apply everything that you've learned. Right. And then you would not hold back. And yeah, if you found a weakness, you would exploit that. Right. No mercy. Yeah. And if you're fighting, you know, if you're actually doing real fighting, you know, where, where you're someone's attacking you and you're defending yourself. And yeah, you need to show no mercy. I agree. Yeah. And in life for me, that would mean going for like every opportunity ruthlessly, even like in business and stuff, try to get ahead in any way possible. Yeah, just, I'm not into that, personally. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one, the no yeah. mercy. It is a tricky is. one. and if you're, an amb- if you're an ambitious person, uh, you know, that, may be the, that may be the route you take. And speaking of tricks, y'all, I have some trick questions here for you, Cole. Um, do you think it's good to have no mercy? No. Or is it good to be merciful? Sometimes. Yes, that's why it's the no mercy thing is so tricky. It it is. It really depends on the situation, right? It does, as as with most things in life. So I I think that Crease's no mercy it came from like Vietnam. And you know, in war, that's fair. Show no mercy in war. I feel that. And you you needed it there, yeah, in war, definitely. But if you if you never showed mercy in life, you you'd be branded selfish. You could lose honor, or you could permanently hurt someone. Yeah, definitely. So it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Case by case basis for sure. That's right. Do you have anything else to say about no mercy? I think there are times when you do need to show mercy, uh, especially like you know, I guess. Especially if you want, like, you know, if you want to have sportsmanlike conduct, especially if you're like you know competing in a sport or something, you know, someone's down, you don't want to like. It's not very uh, sportsmanlike to to kick someone when they're down. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. Even in a fight, it's almost kind of you know, it's not. It's not. It was, somebody's down already; they're down. You know, like if you keep on hitting them, it's kind of a coward move. Yes. Yeah, so there are times where it could be good and there's times that it could be bad. It's, it is a, the trickiest tenant of Cobra Kai, you guys. And we're going to see the results of those tenants tonight. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It is episode 10 and we are ready to go. You guys, we have the opening scene y'all. And it is the All Valley Sports Arena. You guys know it is the 50th All Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament. And isn't that so cool, Cole? Oh, yeah. It is so cool. Yes. And we have a great song going on, just like you said. I want it all. Uh, I want it all. And that's by Queen, you guys, as you know. I want it now. Now, Cole, we had a great montage of them setting up the tournament, right? Did you like that? Yeah. 
I did too. And you guys know me. I love to break down little montages. You know, I love all this karate stuff. And this show really gives it to us. So here we go. It's like a slow motion thing going on with the Queen song happening. And we, we got people sweeping the floors, setting up training gear for sale. They're opening the cash tins. We got a shot of the front of the community center and the greeters, right? They're opening the doors. And we got a shot of the All Valley Sports Arena sign, that old font. Yeah. So nostalgic. So cool. It's all a bonus. They were setting out the shirts for sale. We had shots of people walking in. Man, they were setting up the pretzels, right? They were getting them made. They were getting ready. Those churros were getting seasoned. And the cotton candy was getting spun up. Man, I wish they had something like this when I was a kid to go see. Yeah. It sounds like fun, right? We didn't have nothing like that. Hey, karate's getting more popular right now. And I see all the signs out there. So, y'all, we had a slow pan over the ticket table with the check-in signs, right? We had, we had a pan across the clipboards, close-up of the tickets being scanned. Workers were unfurling the banners and that featured the previous winners. And the mats were getting laid out. Referees putting their shirts on, y'all. Geese were getting tightened. We had a slow close-up of the trophies. I mean, it was showing us everything. The music was hitting, and the curtain dropped, Cole. And how did you feel when you saw that bracket, man? It just, you know, brought you back to the uh, original Karate Kid movie, man. Back at the uh, old uh, All Valley Championship in 1984. That's right. It looked just like it. Except the mats are different now. They brought, like, like the guy said, they brought the blue mats to Gold <laughs> Fist. Yeah, they switched it up for the 50th. Yeah. Next, fighters were warming up. They were punching, you guys. We had some scenes of this um, of them stretching. They were shining up the trophies. We had an overhead shot of someone wiping down the mat, the blue mats with the gold fist. It zooms out, and we got the Cobra Kai title screen. And it was an awesome montage. Yes. Did you like that? Did you like that montage? I did. Get you, get, get you pumped up. Yeah, they really showed like the tournament side of things, the setup. I love it. But in the next scene, y'all, we are outside the arena. Miguel, Hawk, Aisha, and Bert, they're waiting for Johnny. <laughs> Bert, man, that kid cracks me up, dude. <laughs> Miguel was already warming up already. They aren't even starting yet. Now, Aisha, Aisha told Hawk that He's been super mad since the breakup, so they did break up. It's official. Yeah, he's pissed. Hawk asked where Johnny was at because the tournament is starting soon. And this, I, I love this little exchange here. You know, Aisha answered that he will be there, but Bert said, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what was going on with Bert? Yeah, he said he went to the, the corner store to, to get some milk, quote unquote. Get a yes. carton of milk. He's actually like trying to get a porno or something. Looked like mm-hmm. bootylicious, and Nestor gave him like a <laughs> like raise his eye, his eyebrow. He's yeah. Like, what? So, uh, but yeah, Nestor sold Hawk to alcohol, and now he's like, I mean, he's just hooking up all the kids, man. It's funny. <laughs> so yeah, Bert went on to say that Johnny was in the parking lot yelling. You remember that scene? Yeah, saw saw in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, yelling again. 
Yeah, he was like, "Who's?" He was like, "So you want to be his father now?" He's pissed, and he was like pissing on the, the yeah, Russo license plate, pissing on his own car. Uh huh. With his sunglasses on at night. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Johnny holding a beer or he had a bottle of liquor. I can't remember which. Yeah, it's like something like that. And <laughs> Bert asked Sensei, "Is everything all right?" <laughs> and he just yelled back, yeah. "We're all gonna die, kid. We're all gonna die." <laughs> Smash the liquor bottle on the ground. Die, kid. With the with the sunglasses on, man. It's so funny. Uh, typical Johnny, man. And then Aisha said, "Well, why didn't you tell us earlier?" Bert answered that, "Hey, you know, he said he's seen Johnny drunk so many times, it didn't seem like a big deal." <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up when he said that. <laughs> yeah, we've seen, we've seen we've seen him drunk so many times. <laughs> Shouldn't even yeah, matter. because he gets drunk and um, trains him. <laughs> <laughs> you know he does all that crazy training in the junkyard yeah. and everything do not, do not do not get drunk and train kids do not <laughs> <laughs> we do not endorse that i'll never do die endorse that. <laughs> never dies does not endorse getting drunk and training kids for karate tournaments just let it be known <laughs> okay dude this is such a great exchange hawk said well what if he's not showing up? Like, what if he drove his car off a cliff or took a gun and blew his brains out? Do you, do you remember what Aisha said? Yeah, that'd be a pussy move. He would never do that. He would never. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right. <laughs> that is like the best line. Oh my <laughs> god! But he did show up at that moment. He did. Yeah, she, she said that's too pussy a move. Yeah, that's so funny. Johnny did show up. He did. And Miguel's like ready to go. He said, "Let's sign up. Let's go." But Johnny said, wait, there's still one more lesson I need to teach you. Well, you know, he did tell them also, you know, I might not win all the time, but I never backed down from a fight. That's why he did show up. That's right. I'm glad you said that, Cole. Because yes, that's, he, that's classic Johnny. He does have one more lesson to teach them. He does. And at that moment, it cuts to the group and they're inside the arena lobby now. And this is such a good speech, Cole. Did you like this speech? Yes. It's a good speech. I kind of feel like reading it out, man. It's so good. So he goes on to say that you've all learned to strike first, to be aggressive, to not be losers. I taught you to strike hard, put every ounce of power behind everything you do. But I haven't taught you the third rule of Cobra Kai. No mercy. The older you get, the more you're going to learn that life isn't fair. You wake up one morning feeling great, then life throws a spinning heel kick to your balls and takes a big <laughs> steam of shit in your mouth. The kids, and he, the kids all gave a funny look like, huh? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. So you get F on a test, you get suspended, you fall in love with a girl, some other dude comes and steals her away, Ooh, which is what happened to him and Miguel. Miguel, yep. And and himself, remember? Yep. Your car gets set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the kids are like, "What?" Oh, yeah, like, huh? <laughs> Just when you think things are going good, everything falls apart. That's how life goes. Life shows no mercy, so neither do we. We do whatever it takes. To keep our heads above water. We do whatever it takes to keep moving forward. And we do whatever it takes to win. Remember who you are. You're badass. 
You don't give a shit. You're kick ass. You're Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai! Yeah! So perfect. They all joined in. Thank you guys for letting me read that out. I love that speech. Johnny finished it by saying, Okay, hold up, Cole. What do you think about that speech? That had a lot to do with no mercy in there. Yeah. Uh, that was a great speech. He, you know, uh, it's like a, just what he needed to, uh, to, to pump these kids up, get them ready to, to fight. And, you know, in a way, he's right. A lot of times, life doesn't show mercy, you know? And like we said earlier, there's some gray area in there, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it's okay to show mercy, but maybe, you know, it's not a bad idea to expect to go into things with no mercy. You know, you might have to show mercy if you, if you need to, but go in expecting not to, I guess. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a better way to put things. Yeah, well said, Cole. There's a, there is a big gray area, and this show loves to be in the gray area, so that's great. Johnny finished by saying, all right, guys, let's go down there and kick the shit out of everybody, which is fantastic, man. Miguel got his gi out of his backpack, but Johnny stopped him. He said, no, you're not wearing those. And he smiled. What a great scene. It's one of my favorite speeches in the whole show, you guys. So great. But in the next scene, y'all, we are at the LaRusso household. Daniel and Sam, they're sitting on the couch. They're bored. They both kind of went through a breakup of sorts, if you think about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had that in my notes. So Amanda came in, started haranguing them about being so boring, made a few funny jokes. She told Sam, so your boyfriend turned out to be a jerk. And then she told <laughs> Daniel, and your boyfriend turned out to be the son of your mortal enemy. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, funny. So. She wanted someone to go to the tournament with her. Yeah. She, she said that she gets creeped out by karate moms. It was funny. I didn't know karate moms was a thing. <laughs> I guess they're like soccer moms. But she said that someone has to go because LaRusso Auto is one of the main sponsors. And I really like that Daniel's like a sponsor of the tournament. Yeah. That's really, really cool. And during the tournament scenes, if you guys look in the background, there's like some LaRusso Auto signs. It's a pretty cool nice. little touch. So Sam and Daniel decide to go. I mean, it is the 50th anniversary after all. He's got to go. It's Daniel LaRusso. That's right. In the next scene, you guys, we are back at the All Valley, and we pan over the stands to the balcony where the tournament organizers were talking. And one was saying, it's a great turnout. And the other said, yeah, it's all about the blue mats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Blue mats brought everybody in. Mm-hmm. At that moment, Daniel showed up. He got a round of applause from them and some other people, and now he's, like, glad that he came. Yeah. And he saw his banner hanging, right, showing his famous crane kick, and he's, yeah, like, looking awesome. at it. That was such a cool moment. I love that. Fantastic. Really made my hair stand up, you know? And we cut to the mats with the MC, name of Daryl. I love the MC. He's starting things off. Moon and Dimitri were in the stands together, as well as Carmen and Rosa. They're there for Miguel. Yep. And the MC began to announce... Dojos as Carmen told Rosa that she was nervous about Miguel getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. She asked Rosa why she was so calm. 
And yeah, you know, Rosa, how she answered Cole, you remember? Said she, yeah, she, it's because she said she smoked a joint before before they left. So funny. <laughs> Rosa. So Daniel's family sit down in the front row, man. He's still got some pull. And Amanda says hi to Patricia, who's there. She knows her. She's one of those, she's a diehard looking karate mom. Did you see her? Yeah. She's she wearing got, like, the, the gi. Got the gi on and the makeup and the, like, she had, like, a, I guess a T on her face for the doge's name. Topanga, right? Yep. Blue lipstick, man. And she went crazy when they announced Topanga karate. <laughs> crazy karate mom. Yep, sitting right next to Amanda, of course. So when the MC went to announce Cobra Kai, like right before he announced them, they jogged in. Oh, yeah. They jogged in, you know, saying Cobra Kai together. And that's, oh, that's straight out of Karate oh, Kid oh, 1. It's badass, dude. They straight out of that's right, super badass. Straight out of Karate Kid one, and and they're wearing the black cobra geese. Yes, the sleeveless geese. Yeah, they're sleeveless and so cool looking. Yeah, they look awesome. And I hadn't seen that since my childhood, kind of. So that was a blast from the past. So cool. So that's what I call an entrance, and that's a badass name for a dojo, of course. And Moon cheered for Hawk. So that's really awesome that Hawk has Moon cheering for him. Go Hawk! Yep. And Miguel glanced <laughs> over at Sam, but, you know, she didn't cheer at all. She, no. No, she's not cheering for him. The MC then announced, we have an unaffiliated fighter, Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane is here, you guys. He's just in a simple white gi, no patches or anything. And while he's jogging past Johnny, he gave him like a rueful smile, man. He's there to like spoil the party for him. He's there to beat his dad. He's, he's, he's got that going on. And the MC announced. All right, folks, get ready. It's karate time. Cole, you ready for some karate, my man? Oh, yeah. Man, I'm excited. We love the montages here. And there was a montage in Karate Kid 1 of the karate. And here we go for Cobra Kai's karate montage. Miguel's first fight, he was against a fighter from the extreme martial arts, okay? That's the red gi. Okay. Johnny, yep. Johnny gave him some last minute instruction, okay? Like leaned over. And the fighters bowed. And then Miguel went to do the crane kick. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel's crane kick. Yeah, what'd you think about that? Ooh, Johnny knows what he's doing. Johnny knows he's trying to get in Daniel's head. He's still mad about what happened at the dojo oh, with yeah. Robbie. Yep. He knew Daniel would see that. Totally, right? He he did crane kick his opponent to the ground. It was successful. Yes. Bam, and that and that won his fight. So Miguel won his fight. Johnny smiled at Daniel, and that was definitely for him. At Robbie's match, things are going fast here, you guys. He was against a fighter from the Cutting Edge Dojo. The ref said, fight! His opponent threw some punches at Robbie, but Robbie blocked them all, like with a bunch of Miyagi blocking techniques that he learned from Daniel. He ducked a few, he blocked a few more, and then he scored a point with a solid shot to the body holding the stance. It was really strong. 
Yeah. And Daniel, Daniel kind of stood up in celebration, right? But then he sat down. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't ready. Like he checked himself, and Amanda smiled. Right? She knows. She knows what's going on. So Robbie won his fight too. He's in. And Aisha's fight. She was against a male fighter from the Crunch Karate Dojo. She was being attacked by him, but she was able to block and duck all of it. From the sidelines, Johnny told her, enough defense, attack. Which is really cool. There's the stuff that people say from the sidelines. It affects the fighters. It's cool. I like that. Yeah. So Aisha nodded, and, and she caught her opponent's next kick and swept the leg. He fell to the ground, and Aisha followed it up with a punch to the face. Aisha's pretty good. Aisha's a good fighter. Aisha's a good fighter, that's right. What did you think about her fight there? I think it was awesome. It went fast. Yeah. Johnny said, good job, Miss Robinson. Aisha smiled. That was a big moment for her. Big, cool moment, you guys. So we're going again at Hawk's fight. He was facing a fighter from the Cutting Edge Dojo, right? He's Oh, Hawk. Oh, Hawk, right. He struck first, as Cobra Kai does, with a series of punches including like a backhanded punch, like swinging backwards. Yeah, that was crazy. It was cool, right? His opponent was able to block them all, and then he kicked Hawk back a bit, like to create some space. But then Hawk did like a running elbow punch, right? He like knocked him to the ground, right? Yeah. With his elbow. It was like overkill. Did you see? Yeah, it did. It was, yeah. The way that the ref like Brutal. even ra raised his hand, it was like, dude, that was overkill, right? It's like, Hawk's got a lot of stuff going on. Hawk won his match too, and he was like celebrating by taking his shirt off, and he was like rolling his, sh and he turned around to show his Hawk tattoo. Ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> rolling his shoulders to make the wings flap. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Hawks of Punk! <laughs> <laughs> Hawks of Punk! But hey, Moon was in the stands, right? And she was saying, he's so hot. But Dimitri was like, this actually works? Yeah, he's like, oh, that's, that's all it takes? Yeah. That's right. So Hawk won his fight too, man. What do you think about his overkill? He's coming in with a lot of anger. Yeah, he's got, well, he's, I guess he's got a lot of pent-up aggression, you know, from all the years of uh, being uh, bullied. He's getting that out, and he's showing no mercy, right? He's showing no, no mercy. mercy. But he's he's taking the, he's taking a little too far, almost. He is taking it a little too far, and I was just gonna step back and say that, yeah, I think that now that Johnny has given them the no mercy tenant, you can see that it's it can be too much. You see yeah. it now, and he kind of starts to lose control. It kind of goes a little bit too much, and we'll see it. It's already starting to happen. Next up was Bert, you guys. Bert's got a fight. <laughs> oh man! Right before he fought, though, Cole, did you catch? Did you catch it when Johnny gave him like a like that? He like made a fist, like encouraged him. Yeah, yeah. Did that look familiar? I'm trying to remember that. Was that from the first movie as well? Yeah, Crease did like that, like fist thing too. It was the same. Right. They, they, they did the same thing, right? right it's even in right. his picture, like yeah, it's the picture later on too. So little little callback there. Bird is facing a fighter twice his size though, you guys. Of course. And that's from the Yoshukai karate <laughs> dojo. 
I got them all, you guys. We're getting into it. The Refield fight. Here we go. The fighter jumped right over Bird. Did you see that? He like flipped yeah, over him. Jumped right over him. <laughs> he's like a super acrobatic fighter, right? He's jumping around. He's flipping. He hit Bert with a big front kick, just sent him straight to the ground, man. Oof. Bert's done. Yeah, Bert lost his fight, so Cobra Kai's not winning all their fights. That kid, man. That kid cracks me up, man. He's so small. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of karate action. That was some that was some good stuff right there. And that brings us to the quarterfinals. You guys take a breath. Oof. A lot of good karate action there. We are at the quarterfinals now. And Miguel's next match, he was facing that acrobatic student from Yashukai Karate that fought Bert. Yeah. So here we go again, guys. The ref yelled fight. And that acrobatic student, he started doing his stunts. He started flipping over Miguel. But like Miguel did a cool slide under, which was awesome. While he was on the ground though, Miguel kicked with his left leg which was blocked, but then he like rolled with his right, which made contact. It was a nice combo from the ground. He kind of like flipped over and kicked with his right. And that scored him a point, his last point, and Miguel won his match. And Carmen and Rosa were super happy in the stands. So Miguel won his match too. Miguel made eye contact with Sam, but she rolled her eyes, right? She looked away. Ooh, yeah. Still going on there. But Miguel just fixed his gi, kind of just moved on. We had a shot of Miguel's name making it up on the board, right? When they when they like advance the fighters, and yeah. that's straight out of Karate Kid One. That's cool, right? Cole, did you enjoy that? Yeah, seeing the board's awesome. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a callback straight back to the first movie. Very very cool, man. Do you have some more stuff to say about those fights, or do you want to keep moving? No, let's keep going. Right, because it's some hard and fast karate action, guys. At the next fight, it's Robbie, and he was against a student from All-Star Karate. And this guy was trying a combination of kicks at Robbie. Robbie blocked the first two, and then he dodged he dodged one, and he like hopped over another one. Very Miyagi style, right? Just hopping and dodging. Yeah. So he's using the techniques that Daniel taught him. The techniques are a big part of this show. So Robbie was able to push him off, right? He makes some space. He ducked two more punches from his opponent, and then he landed a roundhouse kick, which won him the match. And that was so cool. And so he won his match too. While Robbie was having his arm held up by the ref, he glanced over at Johnny and he just glared at him. Like he was like, I'm coming after you, man. Did you see that? He did it on purpose. Yeah. Trying to get back at his dad trying to get back. He's got a lot of anger right now. Daniel's family is cheering for Robbie, including Sam, if you notice. Sam's cheering for Robbie, not Miguel. Ooh, it's gotta hurt Miguel too. It's gotta hurt Miguel, but Daniel was not cheering for him. I noticed that. Daniel's not cheering for Robbie. Robbie's name also went up on the bracket. Okay, so that's super cool. So the next one was over at Aisha's match. And she was facing Xander from Topanga. Yeah, this kid. Xander's good, dude. He can fly. <laughs> he can fly. So he was flying around. He was doing a bunch of aerial kicks. As Aisha was backing up. He threw a punch, but she blocked it and landed a kick, scoring a point. 
it was 2-2, so she did land some points on Xander. And Sam was cheering for Aisha too, I noticed. Yeah, so she sick. was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like the fan reactions and all that, the shots of like people cheering for yeah. the people and like the reactions of the people in the crowd. I really like that. They did a great job with that. So going again, Aisha struck first with a few punches that were parried by Xander. She tried another kick, but it was blocked. And he swept her legs and finished her with it like that downward ground kick. Yep. His mom went crazy. <laughs> uh, so he also made it to the semis. Xander's good. Xander told Aisha he was sorry right, for like hitting her and he offered his hand, but she pushed it away and she said, eat shit, asshole. So she's yeah, pissed yeah. off. She's mad. She is mad. Johnny told her it was a good fight, but she said, whatever. She stormed off. She's upset and angry, right? And Sam saw and went to comfort her, okay? And that is the end of the quarterfinals, man. Wow. What do you think about all that, Cole? Good karate action, right? Yeah. It's getting a little crazy. It's getting a little crazy, so... Aisha's out. Bert's out. We are done with the quarterfinals. Poor Bert. Poor Bert. We love him, though. In the next scene, we are in, like, the back hallways. Aisha's on a bench, and she's upset. Sam's coming over to console her. She starts to, but Aisha said she doesn't need her sympathy. Yeah, and just, you know, it gives her that look, too, like, what are you doing here? Yeah. So we cut to the mats where the MC is announcing the semifinal fighters. He announced Miguel Diaz from Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. And we got Hawk. Well, I guess it's just Hawk from Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eli Moskovitz. Yeah, Dimitri was saying that. <laughs> he also announced Robbie Keane unaffiliated. And Daniel was not cheering for him still, I noticed. Nope. So they're all standing there, Cole. All the students had sense senseis behind them, backing them up. All of them. Except for Robbie. Yep. She's going at it alone. He was standing there alone. And he has nobody to back him up right now. His mom really isn't there for them. Everyone has someone that is there for them except for Robbie. And this is like his life experience, man. He's just being let it down is. by everyone. He is alone and he is against his father and, and Daniel at the moment. So it's, just wanted to point that out. Which I'll know. The MC, Daryl, he announced Xander Stone. And then like Boo, Xander did like a pretty <laughs> he did like a pretty awesome like backflip thing. Yeah. And he like took the he took the MC's microphone. Uh but this guy had I was gonna say that this guy you can tell has some real martial arts skills, man. That was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was really, really cool. And he started making that speech about intolerance. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't think the MC was ready for that. No. It wasn't planned. It was not planned. So that's really funny. Back in the hallways, we're with Sam and Aisha. And when Sam told Aisha that she knows it's the last thing that she wants to hear right now, but she's really sorry and that she should never have been hanging out with somebody like Yaz. Yep. So that she's her oldest friend. That's right. They are super good friends. And... 
I think Sam's doing the right thing right now. So points for Sam. Do you agree with that she's doing the right thing right now? I do. I do too. So Aisha said, you got that right. <laughs> Sam went on to mention that the front wedgie, saying that Yaz is never going to live that down. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all over YouTube, and like they laugh together. So they're starting to become friends again, you know. Sam mentioned that she liked Aisha's gi, and Aisha tried to get her to join Cobra Kai, or even just to get into karate at all. And yep. it kind of looked like it kind of looked like Sam was thinking about it. Yeah, guys. little teaser there. Back in the main room, Xander's still making this speech. You guys, like, wrap it up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom was like wiping tears from her eyes, <laughs> going on about quality and whatnot. Yeah, it was really funny and. And he even made a, everyone do like a moment of silence. <laughs> During that moment of silence, Johnny leaned over to Miguel and he whispered in his ear, he said, kick that pansy bitch in the face. <laughs> do you like that? Yeah, I thought that was funny. That's so good. But at that moment, the MC, like he stole the mic back saying, all right, he had to like take it from him. <laughs> Time to begin. Y'all, we are at the semifinals. And Cole, are you still good to go? So so good to keep going? Yeah. So we are at the semifinals. And first up, it's Xander Stone versus Miguel Diaz. The crowd cheered. And here we go. Xander tried a high right, right kick that was blocked by Miguel. And then Miguel tried the same. Xander blocked it. Xander went for like a grapple and Miguel dodged to the right. And Xander went for two front kicks and a combo of punches. Miguel slapped them all down with like fury. All right. He's, he was like channeling his anger yeah. even when he was like dodging. He, like I was saying a long time ago, he is a fighter that channels anger. And he's angry about the Sam situation. Yeah, he's angry about Robbie. Mm hmm. It cut to Carmen and she was like too nervous. She like she like couldn't even watch. Xander and Miguel, they traded some more kicks. And if you notice, like Xander's mom was like coaching him from the stands. Like yeah. she was saying because he was trying so many kicks. And then she was like, she said, um, punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then but Xander tried some more kicks and his mom even yelled, like, use your hands. <laughs> And and then I have to, I have to agree with Amanda here, man. There are some crazy karate moms, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was not ready. She's right. Xander's mom's kind of like being her sensei, right? His sensei right now. So Xander started to do some punches, but Miguel blocked them, and Johnny Johnny yelled at Miguel to focus, right? You got to focus, Miguel, to finish this guy off. Miguel kicked with his left. It was a double right. And then he spun around for a hook kick the other way, hit him in the face. No, it was a nice combo. Sander was able to block them and dodge them. It was some good karate here is what I'm trying to say, yeah. you guys. It was some good karate. It's, it's hard over audio, but it was some good karate. Miguel kept kicking, though, with a right. And then he had a full spin right kick that landed on Xander's face and sent him to the mat. Like, he did like a full spin. So it's 2-1. 2-1. Oh. 
So I was going to say that after Miguel heard Johnny, he did like a seven-kick combo for a 2-1 lead. So he listened to Johnny there. And after Xander was getting up, Miguel, he like roared at him, dude. Did you see that? Yeah. He's like, yeah. What do you think about that? He's starting to, ch- you know, he's channeling that anger, like you said. And I guess he's you know, taking the, also the no mercy rule to, to heart there as well. It's like. Yeah, it's like overflowing almost. He's, he's, he's hulking out, man. He's hulking out. And he even, like, yelled, like, getting into his stance. He was like, hi, yeah. you know, going in. And, man, Z- Xander was kind of looking scared of him. And so his mom yelled, come on, baby, two more. Mama's back in the finals. So she, <laughs> I feel bad for Xander, right? She was yeah. kind of like an, she's like an overbearing parent. She's, like, living through him a little bit. So Johnny yelled at Miguel. He said, stay on offense. So the ref says, fight. Miguel like roared again, and they circled each other. It was a flurry of punches from Miguel. He pushed Xander back to the edge, but he blocked, and as Miguel tried to hook punch, Xander like went back on his back, and then he went back to his feet. Did you see that? Yeah, he, like, that was went cool. all the way back, back and forward. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool, man. This guy's very good. And Xander kept attacking. It was blocked by Miguel. And Xander tried a huge acrobatic kick. Johnny yelled to Miguel. He said, don't let him trick you, right? Because he was really flying around. Doing flips and stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't let him trick you. Xander wound up for another big kick, big aerial move. But Miguel slipped to the right and then landed a side kick right to Xander's ribs, man. Like he moved out of the way, did that side kick. And that is three points. Three points and Diaz wins. That was awesome. Xander's mom was like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. She's like freaking out. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the ex-champion. Miguel just beat the ex-champion. Yeah, he, he gave it his all. He did. Go, Miguel. Johnny and Carmen, they were both celebrating. As Miguel and Xander, they did shake hands and they bowed. Like, that was a great moment. Yeah. That was a great fight. There's some great karate here, guys. And Miguel is in the finals. What do you think about that, Cole? That's good karate. I'm happy, man, for Miguel. I mean, uh, you know, he's, he's come this far. You know, he's, he came from, like, not even knowing how to throw a punch. And now he's in the semifinals of the All-Valley Tournament. So Miguel's come a long way. But you're, we're starting to see a different side of him. You know, with the anger. The... Uh, no mercy. So we'll you know, see where it goes from here. He's starting to show he's been a little more aggressive than he has been. I'm glad you picked up on that because that's a big part of this. Yeah. All right, guys. Next up, it is Hawk versus Keen. Robbie. So as Robbie stepped onto the mat, people cheered, but not, Daniel still didn't cheer, right? And he's got, and you notice like his applause really. He didn't have a lot of people cheering for him either. They don't, know, they don't know who yeah. he is. He's unaffiliated. He got some, you know, he got some applause and some, you know, like yells and stuff. But you know, it, it, for the most part, like he not nearly as much as like the, the kids from Cobra Kai or like you know the other dojos. I'm glad you picked up on that too, yeah. Cole. That's a big part of it. Yep, he's unaffiliated. He's alone, as always. So. Yeah, Daniel didn't cheer for him, and Amanda asked him, she said, 
You're not going to cheer for your own student? Daniel responded, he's not my student. I, I can't. He lied to me. Daniel's pouting. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we need Amanda to bring him back, as always. She said, so what? He's a kid. He obviously didn't do it for Johnny, or he wouldn't be fighting his students. Exactly. If he was in it for Johnny, he would be like with Cobra Kai. Yep. That's not happening. So Hawk entered the mat by jumping with both of his feet on the mat at once. It's like intimidating. Bam. Yeah. He got up there. And that's kind of how Hawks land too, I think. I'm not sure about that, but there it is. And Moon was cheering him on. So there it is. He's got some some people. I like both of these guys. It's tough. So here's the trash talk. Hawk told Robbie, he said, prepare to face the fury of the Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for this fight, Cole? Yes. All right. So they bowed and they got in their stances. And I was going to talk real quick about stances. Okay. This might be interesting. I'm not sure if it will be or not. We'll see. So Hawk's stance is pretty standard. His, his hands are at like chin level. His arms are forward, and he's kind of slightly leaning forward. That's his stance. Robbie's stance was wider stance with the feet. His hands were lower. He's like more balanced. Okay, his whole stance is lower. And I'm and I noticed Miguel's stance is also wide, but his right arm is really high. It's like above his chin, and his left one is chest high. He's very angular. So. We'll keep an eye on that. It could be interesting. It might not be interesting. We'll have to see. Yeah. But this fight is between Hawk and Robbie. So here we go, folks. The ref said fight. And Robbie struck first with a fast combo. The first was a right kick, and Hawk dodged back. And then Robbie came in with a knee. It was blocked. Robbie with a right low kick. It didn't land. He did like a hopping right kick and Hawk moved to his left, grappled Robbie and threw him to the ground and landed a punch to the chest. That's a point for Hawk. One nil. And if you notice Cole, that was all offense from Robbie. Like he just went straight at Hawk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And while going back to his side, Robbie looked a little unbalanced. And Daniel noticed. He stood up. He said, remember what you've learned, Robbie. Oh, I love that. Finally cheering for him now. He is. and Yes, and he needs a little bit of guidance. A lot of guidance. And Daniel couldn't help himself. He knows it's the right thing to do. I love that. So cool. Johnny noticed that, though. And now the show is starting to give me like the, the biggest thing that I ever could want from this show, right? Johnny and Daniel coaching some kids against each other at the All Valley. It's like, that's what I wanted going into this show. Yeah. And it's really starting to give it to me. And with the writing and the intertwining storylines and stuff, it's even better than I could have expected. And I just got to say that, yeah, that's what I wanted from this show. And it totally gave it to me even more show pretty much just always gives you what you want just it knows right it knows exactly what to do yes and that's exactly what i wanted so robbie nodded and did a quick breathing meditation exercise and we had a flashback or a glimpse into like what robbie was thinking about and it was from when daniel and robbie were training at the lake yeah back in the woods yeah yes. the lake. 
and they were talking about finding balance in life. So I was going to say that when Daniel was unbalanced, he had a flashback of whenever Mr. Miyagi was talking to him about balance. Remember when he was at the at the graveyard? Yeah. Yep. Not a whole lot. He uh, he had a flashback about balance, and now when Robbie is unbalanced, he has a flashback about Daniel telling him about balance. It's awesome. Yep. Daniel has become Mr. Miyagi, of course, and it's like Miyagi-ception there. Just yep. point that out. I love that. So Robbie was standing there with his eyes closed, and the ref yelled, fight. Hawk went in for some forward kicks, but Robbie blocked one. He dodged the other one to use Hawk's momentum against him now. He liked to throw him out of the way, right? And that's a very Miyagi move. They started to circle each other again. And Hawk went for the right side kick which is blocked by Robbie and then Hawk dodged a right hook from Robbie but Robbie followed, followed it with a spinning kick to Hawk's head Daniel cheered and Anthony said that was sick yeah so even Anthony, even Anthony's getting into it now mm-hmm. that's right that's 1-1 one, one. finally <laughs> finally he's not playing video games 1-1 one, one there and we get some more trash talk here Hawk said that was a lucky point it's gonna be your last Robbie shot back. Why? Leaving early to fix that stupid haircut? <laughs> Man, that, that set Hawk off. Uh-huh. It totally did. And it made him so angry that was when Robbie was walking back to his side, he, ki- he kicked Robbie's shoulder from behind, right? Yeah, dirty move. Dirty move. And Johnny said Robbie like ran forward towards him, but the ref pushed him back. And said, and also pushed Hawk back and said, he said, that's illegal contact. You are disqualified. Dude, that's exactly what happened in Karate Kid yeah, 1. Okay. Johnny told him, Johnny told him, like, what are you thinking? What were you thinking? That's exactly right. He, yeah, he kind of ad- admonished him there. Yeah. But I think it was, that's the same, th- you know, same thing that happened in Karate Kid 1. It was Bobby. It did the illegal contact on Daniel. So, yeah. Yeah, it hurt his leg. Yeah. It hurt his leg. But you're right. He did get admonished by Johnny. Johnny asked Robbie, he said, are you okay? And Robbie said, get the hell away from me. So he, I was going to say he already hates his father. And now his father's students are fighting dirty and injuring Robbie to stop him from winning the tournament. That is crazy, dude. You know, maybe maybe at this point, Johnny's starting to rethink the no mercy part. It's like, what have I done? These kids. What have I, what have I done? That's yeah, exactly what, what, right. What monster have I created here? You know, against my own son. Yeah, he yelled at Hawk, said, what the hell were you thinking? And Hawk responded, he said, what am I supposed to be, a pussy? Yep. So yeah, the Cobra Kai teachings have gotten out of control. You're exactly right, Cole. You're exactly right. So, y'all, with that disqualification, Robbie made it to the finals. There's going to be a quick break as he gets that injury taken care of. And, y'all, let's take a break. That was some crazy karate action. On the way out, though, you guys, the ref asked Robbie if he was all right. And Robbie angrily answered. He said, I'm fine. I was thinking that that's interesting because he is injured. Like, he is, he does need medical attention. But he's willing to just like push through the pain. He doesn't like really trust anybody to help him. Very reminiscent 
of something of Daniel. Exactly. In the original movie. Daniel saw that and he took that opportunity to go visit Robbie in the locker rooms. And yeah, that was a wild ride, man. That was a wild ride. Great karate action. In the next scene, y'all, we are in the locker rooms. And we have a really special scene here. I love it. Robbie's in there alone. He's like rubbing his injured shoulder and he's like in some real pain. And we got some of that Miyagi music, if you remember. Yeah. Like, what do you think about this scene, Cole? It's straight, straight up a callback to the original movie, you know, when uh, Daniel was in between uh, fights and was injured himself. Yes, exactly. Daniel has become Mr. Miyagi. Yes. So he goes in there and he said, you remember to focus? And Robbie turned to him. He kind of laughed. He said, you had me on that tree for hours. And Daniel went on to say, that Daniel and Johnny, they have their issues, but Robbie and Johnny's relationship is another story. Okay, this is a big deal. Robbie looked down, and he this is when he apologized to Daniel for lying to him. He did apologize to him. He said he was just trying to get back at his dad. But Daniel said, you're never going to find balance that way. You can't let that bad blood change who you are. He's your father. You have to remember that Johnny, he's not a monster and he just has some demons. Daniel said that Mr. Miyagi told him that there are no bad students, only bad teachers. And that Johnny had the worst teacher there ever was. Yep. And I love that no bad students, only bad teachers thing. I totally believe in that. Yeah. You know, 100%. I say it all the time. And what, how do you feel about that sentiment there? Uh, I agree, man. Uh, a lot of times, the uh, kids who are doing bad things don't have good upbringing, you know? So, makes a lot of sense. It does. And like Daniel was saying, Johnny had the worst teacher there ever was. And at that moment, we got a shot of Johnny walking, and he saw a picture on the wall, and it was like a priest doing his fist thing. That's where it was. Yeah. But Daniel goes on to say that it sent Johnny down the wrong path, but Robbie doesn't have to go down that path. He said, do you understand? This is a good speech here. Daniel said, if you let go of all that anger, I guarantee you that no matter what happens tonight, you go home feeling great. And what did you think about that speech? Did you like that? Great speech from Daniel. And it's exactly what uh, what uh, Robbie needed to hear right then. And, you know, uh, I got to commend Daniel for, in a way, he's actually taking up for Johnny. You know, he's like, you know, he, he really, he's like, you know, your dad's not a bad person. He just, uh, he's just going through some things that he needs to sort out for himself. And that's, you know, that, that's a lot of respect coming from Daniel, I think, you know. I agree. I agree. And this show has a lot of great speeches and action. It goes from action to great speeches. It's fantastic. So Robbie nodded. He said, you know, he, I think you're right, but I don't think I can go back out there because of my shoulder. <laughs> Do you remember what happened next? 
Yeah, it's a callback, man. He starts, Daniel starts, he slaps his hands together and he starts rubbing them like Mr. Miyagi did in the first movie. Yeah, then he's yeah. like, uh, nope, we need a medic. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great call, dude. I was thinking, there's no way Daniel's going to do this, dude. There's no, the first time I watched it, I thought, I can't, there's no way he's going to do it. Yeah, and I thought he was off. going to. I thought, no way he's going to do it. And then you're like, nah, we need an action. <laughs> That's one of the best jokes in the whole show. I love that. It's so cheesy, but it's like so good, dude. It like it almost breaks the fourth wall in a way. Yeah. Um, just to like you know a fan service there. So that was fantastic. Yeah, he, like if you notice when he put his hands together, it started to play like the same music from Karate Kid One. Like it stopped. Yeah. So Daniel is like we always say that Daniel's like Mr. Miyagi a lot. And he is in a lot of ways, but not this one. He doesn't have the Miyagi magic. <laughs> that was a great scene. But in the next one, Miguel is stretching on the mat. Okay. Miguel, he spots Sam. Y'all, we got some more teen drama here. He goes over to her and he starts to apologize for what happened the other night. And Sam answered, You mean when you hit me? Oof. Gosh. Yeah. And here we go, guys. Here we go. I can see where she's coming from, but that is harsh too. But yeah, it's I can see where she's coming from. What do you think about what she said there? I mean, he did, but he explains, you know, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. He did. She tells him, that. "Well, you shouldn't be hit. You shouldn't be trying to hit anybody anyway." Yeah, it shouldn't be hitting anybody. But Miguel asks him, is, "Is it okay? You can just show up to the party with another guy, right?" And Sam said, "I just expect you to act like a normal person." And you tried to fight Robbie. You didn't even know him. And we got the teen drama song going on right now. So we're hashing it out. Miguel responded with, you have to strike first. You don't wait for the enemy to attack. Sam said, enemies? I don't even know who you are anymore. So this is the Cobra Kai teachings. It is. And you know, Sam's right. Sam's kind of right. You know, in this aspect, like Miguel didn't, didn't know who Robbie is. You don't know if Robbie's the enemy yet. He just assumed as much because, you know, and I understand why he assumed it. He sees the guy holding hands with his girlfriend, you know, showing up to a party. But, you know, she's right. Wait. Yeah, they're both kind of right in a way. And, man, Miguel finished it by saying, well, just wait and see what I do to Robbie in the finals. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so he is, he's just full of anger. And this made Sam upset, and she left. She decided to leave at that point, and Amanda went with her too and took Anthony with her. And he was like, it's just getting good. Yeah, right when things were getting good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. That means that means Anthony's interested now in karate a bit. So that's good. Right? That's little cool. teaser there, little teaser yeah. potentially. So we cut to the locker rooms, you guys, and Robbie is getting attended to by a medic, and she popped his shoulder back into place. She popped his shoulder back into place, right? It was a she said it was a slight interior dislocation. Yep. If anybody knows what, how that is. Daniel told Robbie, he said, you, you don't need to fight anymore. But Robbie said, I, I do need to fight. It, does that sound familiar? Yeah, uh, Daniel basically said the same thing. You know, he was injured. He couldn't really use one of his legs. But you know, he, he basically said the same thing, I need to go back out and fight. Yes, it's the same exact thing. 
Mr. Miyagi was saying, you, you know, you've already proven your point. You don't need to fight anymore. But Daniel said, I need to, I need to go out there. So Robbie said the same thing. Well, can you fix my leg? I mean, with that thing you do? No need to fight anymore. You prove a point. At what point? That I can take a beating? I mean, every time I see those guys, they're gonna know they got the best of me. I'll never have balance that way. Listen, you don't need to fight. Yes, I do. I'm gonna have to face him sooner or later. History repeats itself. Yep. Robbie said, hey, I'm going to have to face him sooner or later. Might as well be today. So who do you think he, who do you think he was talking about there? Johnny or Miguel? I think he's talking about Miguel. Yeah, me too. Me too, me too. So, hey, man, are you ready for the final? Ready. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So in the next scene, we are at... The All Valley Finals. And MC Daryl is going to take it away for us saying, This is it, folks. The moment we've all been waiting for. The final match to determine who will be victor and champion. You know, that sounds familiar. That's from Karate Kid 1 and also how we started off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so he says, will it be Miguel Diaz from Cobra Kai or Robbie Keane on a Wait a minute. Wait, go. Yeah. <laughs> Say it, Cole. Daniel LaRusso is going to coach. Daniel LaRusso is going to coach. Yes, indeed, man. That is also from Karate Kid 1. <laughs> Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Daniel LaRusso is going to coach. Daniel LaRusso is going to coach. I'm sorry, folks. There's been a change. That's exactly right, man. It's chock full of callbacks, you guys. That is definitely from Karate Kid 1. Well done, Cole. Robbie Keane is now fighting for Miyagi-Do Karate. And Daniel walked out, right? Yeah. So awesome. Man, the music's going. It's crazy. I like Miguel and I like Robbie, and they're about to fight each other. So crazy. So let's let's just take a quick second and say, Cole, who do you think deserves to win this tournament more, Robbie or Miguel? That is a tough question, man. Man, I guess in a way, I feel like they both kind of deserve to. <laughs> but uh, at this point, I don't know. I mean, I, I see I'm, I'm seeing a different side of Miguel, and uh, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure who deserves it. I mean, Miguel's come a long way. Robbie's also come a long way. I I don't have a definite answer for you on that one. And that's totally fine because I think that's where the writers want it to be. They want it to be in. The, they like to live in the gray area. They like to to have both sides and because that's how karate kid was and that's fantastic okay i gotta say for me 
I think Robbie deserves to win this more, okay? He's been through more. He's had to go through a lot more. He's supporting himself in this moment, and Cobra Kai is fighting dirty against him. You're right. He's only had himself to, to you know, he's only had to cheer himself on until the very last moment here, pretty much. Totally. And he's fighting with honor. Cobra Kai is not fighting with honor. I do love Miguel, but yeah, he's going a little bit too far with the Cobra Kai teachings. And it's like a 60-40 for me almost, maybe 70-30 that Robbie does. That's for me. And that's a tough question, Cole. I'm sorry I put you on the spot. That is a tough question, but that's where the writers like to be. So, man, we had a moment right before that where Daniel and Johnny, they face off against each other right before the fight, right? Do you remember that? Yeah. Man, I love that moment. So, Johnny asked... Daniel, he said, what he said, what do you think you're doing? And Daniel responded by saying, I'm coaching my student. Somebody needs to be there for him. Johnny told Daniel, you're going to regret when this is over. But Daniel laughed and said, yeah, like this will ever be over. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't ever want it to be over, man. This is some great stuff. Right. So Daniel goes over to Robbie's corner and we're getting ready for the fight. He told him, remember, no aggression. Let him come to you. And that's very Miyagi fighting style there, right, it Cole? Is. De- defense only, he said, you know. That's right. Over in Miguel's corner, Johnny went to Miguel and said, you know what to do. And Miguel responded by saying, don't worry. I won't let LaRusso or that kid go home a winner. And I like how, I, I like how he called him LaRusso, like, just like Johnny you know, yep. calls him. That was a cool thing. And Miguel was looking super angry. And we know the drama between Robbie and Miguel. We know it. We've talked about it. It's all over a girl, man. Just like just like Johnny and Daniel. It's all over a girl. They wrote it perfectly. You were exactly right. <laughs> the next thing I was going to say in my notes is, that, yeah, everything is just like Karate Kid 1. They're fighting over a girl. Robbie is hurt just like Daniel. Miguel is in black on the left. Robbie is in right on the white. He's got an injured shoulder. We have the bracket in the background, you know. It looks, I mean, it is almost like shot for shot, exactly like Karate Kid 1. It's perfect. It's... So, so well done show there. I noticed that. That was fantastic. That's giving me exactly what I want, and it is perfect. Did you like that, Cole? I did. Yes, me too. So they bowed to the ref, and they bowed to each other, but Miguel barely bowed, just like Johnny did in Karate Kid 1. Here we go again. And if we're ready, we're going to do it. So the ref says fight. Miguel struck first with a right and a left punch, followed by a left kick. Robbie was blocking them all, and he's, he's sliding to his left. Miguel tried a right knee and a right jab. Robbie dodged and then ducked. He's doing all this Miyagi stuff. Miguel tried a right hook, but Robbie caught it and pushed Miguel back and did a spin to his left and landed a left kick, pushing Miguel back onto the mat. And that's point keen. 1-0. Miguel slammed his fist on the mat in anger. He's fighting with too much anger and he's unbalanced, if you notice. Yes. And Robbie is fighting with balance right now. 
Robbie looks more balanced. Rosa and Carmen are looking really, really worried about Miguel. And Johnny called out to Miguel. He needs help. He said, remember the pitching machine. Yes. Don't get hit. So yeah, what, what, like what the senseis call out and stuff really affects the fight, and I love that. I love the reaction shot. So the referee, here we go again. The referee said, fight. Miguel struck first again with a spinning back kick that Robbie blocked. Then Robbie countered with a left double kick, a right, and then like a windmill kick all the way around to his right, which Miguel ducked. Robbie did a right punch, which was also ducked. And then Miguel landed a kick on Robbie's shoulder, his left shoulder, causing him to wince and fall over. That's his in, his injured shoulder. Yep. But that's a point for Diaz. 1-1. One, one. We're at 1-1, one, one, you guys. Aisha and Hawk cheered for Miguel, but Johnny just stood there. Like, he's, he's so conflicted right now. I mean, he wants to win, but that's also his son right yeah, there. Yeah, you don't I, want to see his son get hurt. <sighs> he's so conflicted. And, he, and it's really good acting by William Zabka, I also want to say. Mm -hmm. He played it perfectly. You can tell there's a lot going on in his head. He doesn't know what to do. They line up again. Robbie is clearly like favoring his shoulder. It's hurting. But the ref says fight, and here we go again. Miguel strikes first with a right and a left punch that are both parried by Robbie. But then Miguel keeps it up with a flurry of punches. Robbie is parrying them all until he can't, he can't parry the last one. And Miguel lands a blow on Robbie's shoulder again. That, that injured one, it caused him to wince and hold it. You know, he's doing basically the same things Johnny was doing when he's fighting uh, Daniel. I'm glad you noticed that. It's yep. the exact same thing. I'm glad you noticed that. Miguel swept the leg and he tagged Robbie again with a body punch to the ground to score again. So he's going after that shoulder. Point Diaz, 2-1. It's getting out of control, so Daniel calls a timeout. Robbie's in pain on the ground. And you know, Daniel told him, he said, he said, listen to me, look at me, breathe and focus. That was kind of like Mr. Miyagi said to Daniel with his fight with Mike Barnes. You remember he said focus you need to focus yeah the ref asked robbie if he could continue and he did say yes so he gets in there they get in their stances robbie started doing kata just like daniel and karate kid three against mike barnes the same thing although this time he's only doing it one-handed because he has the injury he's fighting at a disadvantage right now because miguel's fighting dirty you know so the ref says fight. Robbie has his eyes closed and Miguel approached slowly, but then he tried a right kick, which was like powerfully slapped down by Robbie. I love that, man. You know, defense can be cool too, you know? Can, yeah. Miguel attacked with a combination of punches. They were all blocked by Robbie. One-handed. He's doing it one-handed and he used Miguel's momentum to like throw him out of bounds. Totally Miyagi stuff. Daniel was cheering for Robbie and giving him instructions, but but Johnny wasn't saying anything, I noticed. I feel like he's seeing himself as crease right now. He, he, like he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. He, because he wants to win, but his student is injuring his son. Yeah, we talked about that, right? So Yeah, he's kind of, he does, yeah, he's like, like you said, he doesn't know what to do right now. 
because it, because it's gonna ex affect their relationship big time. <laughs> so it's it's totally happening. The referee starts the fight, and Miguel strikes first. He's like yelling. He's throwing a punch. He's so mad at Robbie right now. Robbie ducked, but then Miguel pushed Robbie over. He kicked his injured shoulder, causing Robbie to fall backwards. And then Miguel began stomping the ground, right? As like Robbie rolled out of the way. You see yeah. that? Yep. That's just like Johnny stomping the ground in Karate Kid 1. It's the same thing. Johnny was stomping after Daniel. But while I was on the ground, Robbie pulled off the one-handed double kick. That was awesome. That was awesome. Well, like while he's injured. It's the move that, that Daniel couldn't even do. Daniel couldn't do it. Mr. Miyagi was the only person that could do it. He did it. He did it just from the, the skate park. The two-legged two kick with one hand. One, yeah, on one hand. That's such a big moment. I love that. It's so awesome. Go, Robbie. I'm cheering for him, too. So he hit him, and, and that's a point. So 2-2. Two, two. Miguel was looking hurt, and he's, like, having trouble getting up off the ground. So, like, Robbie offered his his right hand to help him up but Miguel grabbed Robbie's left hand and yanked it down and probably pulled his shoulder out of socket uh, again dude jeez what do you think about that it's dirty move dirty man it's dirty move boo yeah dirty move yeah the crowd was booing him Miguel's a punk Miguel's a punk but also <laughs> hey you know there are no good you know, there are no bad students Johnny is not putting a stop to it nope I noticed that too, man. He's not putting a stop to it. He's just letting it go. And the ref told Miguel, he said, that's illegal contact. And Johnny Johnny had a flashback to his yep. fight with Daniel. And, Where he hurt leg, yep. Where Kreese told him, he also said no, he said no mercy. And he got booed and penalized for illegal contact. Yep, history repeats itself. So I was gonna ask you, Cole, at this point, who do you think deserves to win the tournament now? At this point, uh, you know, Robbie, I mean, Miguel's letting the anger consume him and uh, not being, uh, not showing good sportsmanlike conduct, you know. He's uh, fighting dirty at this point. Fighting dirty is only good if you're in a street fight, not if you're in a competition. Yeah, he's doing the illegal contact, going after the injured area of Robbie and Robbie's not doing any dirty stuff so yeah I'm thinking that Robbie deserves to win this as well Daniel called Robbie over right he said he's gonna end the fight man it's too much but Robbie wants to finish and Daniel just told him hey be careful so that was Robbie's corner over in the Cobra Kai corner Miguel was telling Johnny that hey he found Robbie's weakness it's, it's his shoulder right Yep. And Johnny told them, look, I know we want to win, but we got to win the right way. We don't have to fight dirty. So he's beginning to see it. He is yep. beginning to see it. Miguel responded with, there's nothing dirty about winning. And, you know, that's, you know, that's what you taught me. And then Miguel said, don't worry, I got this. No mercy. Oof. And the Ooh. music hits. Oh, it's all come to this, you guys. Two to two. Johnny has created a monster. He's created a monster. That's right, Cole. 
More than, uh, multiple monsters at this point. Mm-hmm. The quiver. <laughs> and the next winner will be the champion, folks. So here we go again. They line up. Robbie's looking hurt, though. Just like Daniel. And the ref says fight. Ooh. Miguel strikes first. The right... And a left punch, they were both parried by Robbie's one good arm. He's blocking one arm, he's blocking with one arm right now. Miguel then kicked low with his right, which was blocked by Robbie, and that caused Miguel to stumble to his left. And while he was stumbling, Robbie did like that swinging kick to Miguel's back. Did you see that? Yeah. That was cool. Because he's, he's injured, and they squared up again. This is, this is for all the marbles, guys. Miguel caught Robbie's kick. Oh, you guys, slow motion. Johnny's shaking his head, no, like don't do it. But Miguel kicked Robbie's injured shoulder again. Ooh. Daniel was distraught. Miguel landed a, another spinning kick to Robbie's midsection and sent it into the floor. That is a point, you guys, and that's three points. Cobra Kai all celebrate, and but Johnny did not celebrate. He just yeah, he looked. He did not look happy at all. Mm-mm. But point Diaz, Cobra Kai wins, man. No oh wins my God. This match. Yeah, Carmen and Rosa can't believe it. Cobra Kai floods the mat as Robbie. He's like walking away, holding his injured shoulder, and he bowed to Miguel on the way out. I don't know if you saw that. He did. He did, but and Miguel did not bow because he was celebrating, caught up. Yep. So, what did you think about that fight, Cole? Miguel, yeah, Miguel was fighting dirty. He's, you know, I think John, Johnny finally sees, okay, maybe this uh, No Mercy thing may not always be the best, you know? We, we do need to uh, fight with honor, you know? Fighting the way they are currently is just dishonorable. But, you know, I guess at this point, Miguel thinks, you know, that that's the way you need to fight. Show no mercy. That's what I was taught. That's what I knew. On the other hand, Robbie's over here giving, giving it, really giving it everything he's got at this point. He's, he's, you know, he's injured. He's been hitting the same injured spot multiple times. And most people probably at this point would, would have gone, would have tapped out, you know, so to speak. And he's just keep, he's going to keep on fighting until the end. So I got to give it to Robbie uh, for the, endurance he's got here i think most people wouldn't have lasted that long he just wants to he thinks he might still have a chance you know do you think that robbie was a better fighter i think so to be honest uh his moves were all calculated you know he mainly, he mainly fought defensively which is what miyagi Do is all about and he even pulled off that one-handed you know the handstand one hand handstand two leg kick yeah that, that was, was so awesome. cool that was so awesome. cool yes yes all right, and the last thing I was going to ask you about that is, do you think Miguel deserved to win? Uh, aside from the one dirty move he did, I think he kind of did. I mean, he, he, oh, most of the other uh, moves he made were legal, you know. He came a long way. He started, like I said you know, earlier, he started not, not even knowing how to throw a punch. And here he is now. He's, he, just won, he just won the All-Valley. I think he deserved it. Do I think that maybe Robbie... Probably should have won, yeah. But I don't think Miguel didn't deserve to win. What do you think? I think that's a great answer, actually, the way you put it, that Robbie should have won, 
but Miguel also deserved to win it through what he's been through, not so much the way he fought in the match, because he fought in a very dirty fashion. He won that he trophy in a dirty fashion. Okay. And yeah, it's a tough one, but that's a good answer, Cole. I think I think you said it well there. So Johnny began to go after Robbie, but got dragged into that celebration. But he's he's still not looking very happy at all. He's he's standing there as the MC announces Cobra Kai is the winners, and he hands the trophy to Miguel. It's kind of a cool moment. It is. The MC gave the mic to Miguel, and Miguel said, "If it wasn't for his sensei, he wouldn't be there." So this is for Sensei Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai. It was a good speech, but Johnny looked—he like—he looked very sad, and like shocked. Yeah, he, he wasn't even thinking about the win at all. He was thinking about. Robbie. <laughs> mm-hmm, so conflicted. And the Cobra Kai kids started chanting Cobra Kai and they were holding the trophy. And did you ever think that you would ever see that, Cole? Cobra Kai holding the trophy, chanting, you know, in your life no. as a kid? No. Cobra Kai was always the bad guys, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. It's so cool, right? It is. I think it's so cool, too. I never thought I would see something like that. So thank you, show. And as they were celebrating, Johnny walked away holding the trophy. He, he had to go talk to Robbie and Daniel because they're walking away together. And he tries to say a few things. He couldn't get out any words. And then he, he finally just said, I'm sorry. It's a tough, a tough conversation. Robbie responded by saying, it's okay, Dad. It's okay. And Johnny just dropped his head. Yeah, you can tell he's not feeling okay. Man. So what do you think about that, Cole? Do you have, do you have anything to say about that little conversation? You know, once again, unfortunately, it's just kind of too little too late for Johnny to start caring about his son now. I do think it's great that Johnny is trying to, you know, uh, apologize. Your job. I think at this point, Robbie's just not ha- not not really having it. I mean, he he did. I think you know uh, he, he did give a good response to 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 Johnny saying it's okay, but I'm not sure how how sincere he was in that. He seemed pretty sincere, but you know, there's a lot there's a lot that Johnny has to make up for, and just saying I'm sorry like at the end of a tournament is not really going to cut it. Yeah, that was very mature of Robbie to say. It was. To yeah, to forgive him. That's very mature. I don't know if I would have been able to do that after all that, being injured yeah. and all that. So very mature for Robbie. He he's been very mature throughout this entire situation and season, really, mostly. The only thing he ever did was get a job at LaRusso's. That's that's about it. So yep. Okay, so at that point Robbie said, Let's go, Mr. LaRusso. So he's like leaving with Daniel, right? It's like adopted him almost. Daniel even actually congratulated Johnny, I believe. Kind of kind of kind of a snide kind of snidely, I guess, you know, but he still did. That's exactly right. He said, Well, you got what you wanted. You won. And so that's crazy, man. Cut to Miguel, who was celebrating by his mom. And Rosa, his grandma, but he's distracted, right? He's looking for Sam. And after that, Dimitri found him too, right? He said, yep. 
Dimitri said, I'm interested in joining Cobra Kai too. Mainly, I respect the safety numbers aspect of a gang. <laughs> That's really funny. So maybe, uh, maybe Dimitri might get involved. That was really, really funny. That's funny. Yeah. But Miguel asked Dimitri, he said, where's Sam? And he answered that she left a while ago and she didn't get to see the fight. So that's disappointing, dude, because Miguel was doing it all for her in a way. Yeah. Moving on, y'all. The next scene, we are at the LaRusso household that night. And in the house dojo, Sam was looking at a picture of, of Daniel and herself when she was younger. She used to train with him. And she smiled and she put the picture on the main table. And like the music kind of started to hit, and she did like a cool acrobatic move, yeah. kind of a hiya towards the camera, like a spinning kick type thing. Yeah. So she might be joining karate too, y'all. Just a little teaser there. So that's cool. Do you have anything to say on that? No, it's just uh, good to see that. I guess Sam's ready to get back into doing karate again. Yeah, pretty cool scene. And the next scene, though, you guys. Daniel and Robbie are in the car. They're driving home from the tournament. Robbie was looking at his trophy saying, I was like a sad moment. He was saying second place. I was so close. But Daniel told him that he fought with honor and Miguel didn't and that he's proud of him. Robbie went on to say that his dad must be happy now. Cobra Kai is going to take over the valley. But Daniel responded over my dead body. Yep. So this was so cool, man. Robbie was like, where are we going? And we got some like, we got some of that dojo music. That's, um, that's from Karate Kid 1, the Bill Conti soundtrack. time i watched this i was like saying like you know please go to the dojo <laughs> you know i was thinking <laughs> are they going to go to the dojo if they do it's so crazy so like did you think that too when you watched it the first time you know i was hoping yeah but i wasn't exactly sure where they were going i wasn't sure either i was just hoping so are we going to the dojo so daniel unlocked a gate and we saw some cars like underneath the cover <laughs> And we got a glimpse of the ban uh, banana boat and everything <laughs> with the Bill Conti score. So Robbie asked, where did those cars come from? And Daniel responded, don't worry about it. It's just like in Karate Kid 1, you know, Daniel, he asked Mr. Miyagi, he said, where did those cars come from? And Miyagi answered, Detroit. Oh, just <laughs> just a little right. callback. Yeah, just a little <laughs> callback there. And then, so they walk to the backyard, and Robbie says, is, is this where you bury your dead bodies or something? <laughs> and here we are, guys. Daniel said, when the fight comes to you, you have to fight back. And to do that, we're going to need more students. And he turned the light on, and here we are, Cole. Here we are. Can you believe it? The Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo. It's Mr. Miyagi's old house. It's awesome. We got the pond, we got the bridge, the punching bag. 
Should we gotta get Lantern. the coolest house, man. Coolest house. Man, the green paint. So they completely rebuilt all of it, by the way. It is like an exact replica of that. And what do you think about that, Cole? Is that amazing oh, or man. what? Yeah, it definitely is. I, mean, I thought that was like it's one of the best parts of the whole like movies was the Daniel Daniel training in Mr. Miyagi's backyard, you know. It's awesome. To see it again. Agree. I agree. So that was just total teaser there, and it was giving me exactly what I want. I could not believe it at the end there. Man, that was great. So even the banana boat. Mm. So we fade to the office of Cobra Kai Dojo. Johnny's alone, and he's drinking some whiskey or something, looking at the trophy, thinking about stuff. We, we heard the door chime ring. He, he's not expecting anybody, you know. Someone yeah. came in. That was Miguel, probably. He said, Miguel, yeah. Someone was standing in the shadows, though, Cole, right? Yep. <laughs> oh. They said, Congratulations. And that voice, man, you already know. Yep. You did what I always thought you could do. You won. It's none other than. John Kreese. Yep, John Kreese. He said everyone thought they closed the book on us, but the real story has only just begun. He steps forward and he took a drag from his cigar. Yep, the smoke cleared and it is John Kreese. Still, still being played by Martin Cove. Yes. Dude, John Kreese is supposed to be dead, Cole. <laughs> How old is this man now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now he still looks badass. He does. That's, that's Johnny's old sensei from Karate Kid 1. But he was supposed to be dead. And you know what? That is, he has faked his death twice now. So look at that. Look at that, yeah. folks. Twice now. Twice now. He comes through. What a huge, huge, huge cliffhanger at the end. To meddle in some kids' drama. He's here now, too. John <laughs> Kreese is back in the picture, just like you said, Cole. And what's going to happen with that? Cut to black. End of episode. End of season one. What do you think about John Kreese coming back into Man. the picture, Cole? Didn't think I'd ever see him again. You know, there he is. He said, it's only just begun. So that means there's so much more. And folks, there is so much more. It was a blast from the past seeing him. And he's right. The story has only just begun. Because there are a bunch of more seasons for us to go through all this cool karate stuff. And what did you think about that episode, Cole? Man, what a great episode. What an ending. All the fighting was awesome. It was great to see like just the whole set of the you know all valley tournament bringing back uh memories of the first movie and seeing how both these guys fighting styles have have uh, transferred over to their students now and their students fight exactly like they did pretty much and they're both in the same situation as they were in pretty much you know it's just like i said the show just gives every, gives you everything you want all the time and it, it was cool seeing uh miguel mirroring johnny and Robbie marrying uh, uh, marrying Daniel, and yeah, it's, it's 
great episode. We're starting to see a dark side of Miguel come out now. And we're seeing uh, Robbie kind of turn his life around. You know, he's in a better place than he was now because of Daniel and learning Miyagi Do Karate. Great series. And especially for anybody who's a fan of karate, you know, a karate kid growing up. The series, the series is great. I can't wait, you know, to to talk about the next uh, seasons as well, man. It just keeps getting better and better. It does just keep getting better and better. And you wrapped it up pretty well there. Yes. Miguel is starting to get on to the dark side. And yet Robbie's in a better spot. There's a lot of cool storylines going on, you guys. And are you satisfied with that season, Cole, as a Karate Kid fan? No, well, it lit, yeah, I'm definitely satisfied with the season. I'm just saying it left us on a cliffhanger almost, though, you know. It left me wanting more for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, but the show, they met your expectations. Oh, and yeah, man. You know, uh, before I even watched this series, uh, I was kind of skeptical of it, you know, because, I mean, I, I've always been a huge fan of the, uh, the original Karate Kid movies, especially one and two. And I was like, man, I don't want to see Hollywood destroy my childhood once again, you know, as as, as you, they've been doing with a lot of, in my opinion, it's my opinion, with a lot of, you know, things from the, uh, from the 80s, you know, or things from the 90s as well, like the things I grew up on, you know, it seems like, okay, the idea is to just go ahead and take these things from the past, recycle them and remake them. And I was like, man, I hope they don't, I hope this show doesn't make it terrible. And it didn't. It gave me every single thing I would have ever wanted, you know, out of uh, a re. Not, it's not even really a reboot, but you know, as a continuation of the story. Uh, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's, I think it's one of the best uh, series I've ever you know, out there. You know, especially uh, when it comes to these these '80s like reboot sequels and things like that. I agree, Cole. Man, you got me smiling saying all that stuff because as a Karate Kid fan. I am 100% satisfied with that season. And yes, I was like you. I wasn't sure what this show was going to be, but it gave me everything I've ever wanted out of it and more. And that is just season one, folks. And it just gets better from here, as you said. So that's fantastic, man. I really enjoyed talking to you about that episode and that season. And I'm super excited to keep talking to you about it, Cole. You know, really, really do appreciate that. And do you have anything else to say? I mean, like, hold up. Do you have any more favorite lines or moments from that episode that you want to say or anything? I don't think so. I think we, I think we covered uh, covered it pretty well. I think so too. We really broke it down there, folks. I hope you guys like the way that we do it. And yes, man, it just gets better from here. So, folks, don't forget, we have the email here, neverdiespodcast at gmail.com. Please hit us up because we are going to keep going, man. Cole, are you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. I think so, too, man. Just one more time. Seriously, I really appreciate your time so much. And listener... What a journey that is. And we're going to keep going because just like John Kreese said, man, the real story has only just begun. And we are going to go all the way. And why are we going all the way, Cole? Because Because Cobra Kai never never dies. dies.
Thank you so much, Cole. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. See you next time. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Season two. Here we go. Season two. Here we go. <laughs>